Welcome to the 43rd Good Thinking Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing one question. What do you need to know just before you start university? This is Troy Norbert, Youth Engagement Lead at Partnership for Young London. We'll be hearing from Partnership for Young London's Digital Health Ambassador and Social Media Lead, Tioni Fernando, and from Grace Etheridge, Community Engagement Manager at The Student Room, about the things you will really want to know before starting uni. Over to you, Richard. Thank you, and thank you, Tioni, and thank you, Grace, for joining us today. Today we're going to be thinking about a time in many people's life where they're just about to start university. And I guess we're recording this at the end of September, where lots of young people who are about to or have already taken that step of leaving home, sort of certainly moving away from school to start university. But before we talk about what sort of issues and thoughts and feelings young people tend to have at that important time of life... um, be great if you could say a little bit about yourselves. Tierney, perhaps if I can ask you first to tell us about your work and your relationship with students. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so hi, I'm Tioni and I actually work for Partnership for Young London. Um, so I do a lot of like content creating and we have our DHAs who so are digital health ambassadors. So we work really close with them and they are basically like young students and we help to make new policies and they are involved with like roundtables and all the big decisions that happen nationally and regionally, basically. Um, so yeah, outside of that, I used to be a student. So I studied psychology at uni. Um, so yeah, so I know a bit of the ins and outs of um, university, I guess. Perhaps it's worth saying that the Digital Health Ambassadors work with us at Good Thinking to try and find ways of supporting the health and particularly the mental health of young people through making the content more relatable and accessible so it kind of makes sense to, to both students and other young people. So thank you for joining us. Grace, uh, I think (laughs) I I want to say already that you're working with our very close partner, the Student Room, but um, it'd be really great to hear a bit more about the work you're doing at the Student Room. Amazing. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, so hi, everyone. My name's Grace, um, and I'm a Community Engagement Manager at the Student Room. So the Student Room is the UK's kind of biggest online community of uh, young people and students, um, and we help to support students to have conversations with each other around everything that's like going on in their lives from education education to just general life skills and and how they're feeling at the moment and in particular I support on the pathway decisions so that is where you're heading Uh, so whether that's university apprenticeships careers anything like that and I help to support those conversations that students are having online and making sure we're getting them the best help and advice that we can Um, so lots of fun lots of really good conversations for people and trying to get them as much help as they uh, as they need in a really difficult sometimes and scary point of their lives when they're making these big decisions about what they're doing with their futures. And uh, again, having the voices or, or the thoughts of other young people absolutely live on the student room, I guess, creates opportunities for young people to learn from each other. Yeah, from... 100%. So let's let's roll back time uh, uh, for all of us, I guess, and, and perhaps a bit less so for you, Tierney. So we're thinking about becoming a university student or college student and in many ways some of the other things you outlined uh, grace like apprenticeships is also going to apply i want to tony perhaps if we ask you first with partnership for young london being in touch with so many young people what are some of the themes that you're hearing about at this time of, of what people would most like to know about when starting uni yeah um i feel like a 
a huge amount of people actually brought up the whole topic of like budgeting at uni. Um, mm-hmm. I did struggle myself in first year um, trying to budget because it's something that you're not really taught before going to uni because obviously you're living alone now. So yeah, I think that's something quite useful to get to know, like just advice and tips on how you can actually manage that. Um, another thing they were talking about was um, like procrastination at university and like how to actually tackle assignments because it's sort of you're starting something really new like referencing for instance it's not something that you learn when you're in college for instance so it's quite it'll be useful to know like what sort of resources you can use um, to find how to basically tackle those sort of situations and yeah I think the last one was mental health at uni so how can you access mental health services um, because it's not like they, I mean I, when I was at uni I didn't really know until I actually went to people and asked oh yeah how do you access well-being services yeah right but one of the first things that you mentioned which perhaps surprises some of us is that life skills like issues around managing money uh, perhaps thinking about looking after yourself in other ways like buying food cooking and so on are, are some of the first sort of thoughts people have about student life I went to Greece are these themes that you'll hear about on the student room Yeah, definitely. So we recently ran a poll um, asking students what support they needed to help prepare for university. And life skills was definitely kind of the most kind of support that they needed on on that element of, you know, thinking about heading off. Things like cooking, cleaning, how to do your laundry, um, you know, how to manage your money, as Tierney said, is a a massive thing that students were speaking about. You know, over um, 15% of the students that we polled said that advice on managing money was the kind of main thing that they were concerned about. And yeah, it's a really scary situation to come across. And we see so many students uh, kind of asking for support on general budgeting tips so you know we see loads of students come on and say hey you know how much does a food shop cost you know for a week I've never done one before just for myself you know my family we shop for even one big shop for a number of people but doing on your own like how much does that cost how do I budget for that is it best so with the student loan things come in in kind of chunks so a student loan will last you for for a few months three months normally um for your term and when you get that sum of money in your bank account at the beginning everyone's like oh wow this is amazing like I've not seen this <laughs> Kind of money before let's go out um and actually trying to budget that out for the whole three months can be quite difficult when you've never had to do that before and keeping on top of your money and being kind of strict with what you need to spend and what you what you need to save and, and how you need to live your life uh, um can be can be really difficult for students you know for example things like managing your money when it comes to traveling as well you know do you need to get public transport every day you know if you've moved far away from home do you need to budget in for a ticket home um you know if you've gone quite far train tickets can be really expensive and that can eat up a big chunk of uh, of your money if you want to go home and you need to plan that out in advance and all things like that it can feel quite overwhelming at the start i think definitely And you've mentioned a couple of really important areas there. The first is sort of understanding what you need to feed yourself in terms of what you might even buy if you get to the shops and trying to plan out recipes, I guess. And and again, something perhaps that you would not have done before. But then bigger things like train tickets, which can be very, very costly. I just wanted to see any, if you could remember back, really, do, do you have any 
tips or, or what you've heard from young people about how they start to understand, you know, what it costs to just live the life they want to? Yeah, it's quite difficult. Like, I mean, obviously I went through it. So I think a lot of the, like I did learn a quite a few stuff along the way. So there was just little things like, you know, make use of like student discounts because our students get like discounts. So it's quite useful to actually use them. You can use like budgeting apps. And I think one big thing was eating out less. Um, so trying to actually buy your food and maybe like each week have an allowance. So maybe have £20 a week to try, like trying to stick to that. It can be difficult, but I think what if, you, if you're really determined to stick to the budget, then you can actually do it. And there's just little things like, for instance, buying your textbooks. Like, I don't think it's necessary because I remember in first year, I ended up buying all my textbooks and it costed around £200. So I could have saved that money and maybe instead borrowed the books used in the library, for instance. So, yeah, just think little things like that um, that can actually save so much money. It sounds like a, a lot of what you need to do is kind of work out the priorities then. So, you know, when you start, you might think I should have every book on the reading list to, to have with me at all times and and I guess that feeling of wanting to be prepared is something that we all would have thought on those first days. Grace, do you hear on the student room of, of particular approaches that have seemed to work well for, for students more wisely? I mean, uh, Tony's mentioned budgeting apps. Is that something that you hear about or are people yeah, working definitely. out differently? approaches so budgeting apps is, is a big thing for a lot of students um we see students kind of talking about banking apps where you can split things into different pots um and and have different pots available for different things so you know that you're not going to overspend you've got the money in a certain pot and um, that you, you have to kind of physically take out of that that pot on the app that to be able to use it um which can help a lot of students with with managing their money and there's lots of different providers out there that offer that now which is really fantastic fantastic can really support you in, in understanding you know what you need to do at the beginning and putting all that money away separately when you first get your student loan through and then you're not accidentally spending it when you go on a night out perhaps and, and you know you can accidentally go oh it'll be fine I'll just you know buy this it's not a problem uh, you can't do that unless you can physically take it out so that's really helpful for a lot of students and we also on the student room have like a budgeting spreadsheet which a lot of students use it was create created by a student um, a, a few years ago now, um, but it's still really useful and relevant. Um, so they can kind of pop all their money into their, like all the different numbers that they're going to get and, and have that ready and, and know that that's there and what exactly they need to do um, in terms of saving that. Um, so that can be super helpful. It's also just um, kind of checking around for to different rates. So Tioni mentioned like you know, using student discounts and stuff like that, which is amazing. There's also loads of um, different uh, kind of opportunities and offers for students that, that, that they can make the most of. So, you know, for example, you know, switching to a good bank um, that will have a, a, a good kind of student offer to, to support you, you know, checking around for different um savings rates as well so you know put your money in a pot and it will a savings pot and it will work for you and and that's can be really helpful for students it's just kind of shopping around a little bit at the beginning as Tierney said like 
you know, you don't know what you need really until you get there. And it's really tempting to spend all your money buying all the books, all the freshest tickets, you know, getting out there and getting ready and prepared. Actually, the best thing to do is just to wait until you start and then work out what it is you need. Otherwise, you might turn up to your flat and everyone's bought a kettle. So you've got six kettles and no one <laughs> needs it because the uni provided one anyway. <laughs> you know, things like that happen quite a lot. We see a lot of students come on onto TSR and be and ask, you know, do I need to bring an ironing board? Do I need to bring that, you know, those that set of knives? Do I need to bring, you know, full, you know, 16, um, 16 place cutlery set? You know, what is it that I need to bring? And we always advise, you know, get the basics in, you know, things that you know you're going to need, like your bedding and, you know, a, a one pot, one pan, you know, a you know, small amount of cutlery, things like that. And when you get there, see what everyone else has bought in your flat if you want to share um, or if you do want to do it separately. And then you can work out what it is that you need to buy and, and pop down down to you know your local supermarket which will quite often have uh, you know all that stuff quite cheaply and you can get some uh, get all those bits in then and that way you've saved yourself some money by not by not preparing if that makes sense it sounds a bit strange to be like you know don't don't over prepare um but um because you, you really want to you know feel like you've got everything with you but yeah just we always advise kind of waiting a little bit you know buying the essentials and then seeing what else it is that you need when you get there to save yourself some cash and then put that to better uses like going um and joining a new you know activity society going out with some friends you know using that money in your freshers week when you need it on things that you'll actually want to do rather than you know buying yourself lots and lots of appliances that you may or may not need when you get there that sounds like very good advice. And it's an interesting sort of link also to the mental health issues that you experience when you're starting as well, where I guess everybody, as you were suggesting, wants to have as much as possible with them. Although I was intrigued, I have to say, Grace, that you might turn up in a flat and there are six of you with your own ironing boards or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, I, I, from my student days, I, I don't think ironing was ever a, a great um, preoccupation. But um, time change i guess people can check out some of the things that you're suggesting like different offers different banks are providing and also tools those banks provide as well to help you kind of almost protect yourself from some of those pressures inside to have this now or take that with you and enable you to go and find out a bit more first yeah uh, so yeah they're, they're kind of that's what we really suggest for students is, is making making sure that they've done a little bit of research beforehand into you know all the different offers that are out there. We've got some some great um, you know, forums on TSR where people discuss these offers as well um, and check in on kind of which ones are the best ones. Um, and there are some really useful um, comparison sites as well that let you kind of, you know know that you're a student and and you can get a little bit of support. Things like Money Saving Expert as well. They're fantastic for students and getting a little bit of advice on kind of the best deals and things like that. So part of that finding out is also checking out what's already there online that uh, might help you manage some of those pressures as well. I was thinking, though, Tierney, I mean, of course, one of the things that you are going to be doing in terms of looking after yourself, as you mentioned, is is the cooking, the shopping, perhaps even getting your laundry done, because I guess not so easy to just hop on a train, given the price of train tickets, to, to take your laundry home. <laughs> How did you find out about, I mean, were you, were you able to cook before uni? Did you kind of have a sense of that, or how to prepare meals? Because otherwise, I guess those pressures to eat out will also sort of increase if you can't. I think, yeah, I think with like cooking, 
And my mom made sure before I go to uni, I knew a few meals I can cook um, just so that like I know what I'm going to be doing and I'm not going to get stuck. But also you can use YouTube. There's just so many platforms out there that can help out with that cooking. Like YouTube was definitely a lifesaver for me. There was just little things like I didn't know how to do. Um, I don't know, maybe, you know, when you're defrosting something, how would you do that kind of thing? Just just little things. But yeah, YouTube was definitely my lifesaver. Okay. So there's plenty of information there. And I think you've also been talking to some other organizations. Uh, I think one of them might be called Sliced that gives you sort mm. of helpful tips on meals and, and how to prepare them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, slice, they do sort of like meal prepping. So I think that's quite useful in terms of like, you know, so you don't overspend food as well. So you basically plan out your meals also because obviously you're quite busy, you've got lectures. So obviously you can't go to the kitchen and cook like literally every day. So it's, yeah, it's, so it's quite handy to sort of have a schedule and just like prep your food so you can sort of cook it and then eat it throughout the week kind of thing. So some good sort of time management in there, which uh, perhaps helps with that other issue of procrastination and getting the work done that's also part of the new world that you're entering. I was just wondering, Grace, in the student room, do people also swap sort of tips on sort of meals that are cost effective? I think in my day, probably toast was the default. <laughs> um, but I just wondered what, what was trending in the world of students in terms of, you know, sort of good meals that weren't too expensive. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of students are interested in when and thinking about, you know, heading off to university. It's just, you know, how do I make something which is tasty? and cheap but is quick and easy at the same time you know all of those things don't necessarily go together so we do see quite a lot of students kind of asking for tips and tricks and you'll see a lot of students mentioning kind of bulk buying so for example you know you're going to eat some pasta pasta is always a student favorite you know we've seen some odd combos in terms of what you put on your pasta but everyone is individual you do you um but um you know pasta is always a good one and you know some tips around you know buying a big bag of pasta because actually it'll work out cheaper if you know you're going to be eating it a few times a week then you can prepare some sauces in advance you know do one big batch of it and then you can pop that in the freezer and then add it onto your pasta as and when you feel like it um, which is always really helpful you know fighting for space in the student freezer isn't fun um, but if you can uh, get some get some meals packed in there that's always useful we see students talking a lot about if you're going to make one meal try and make it for two people it's often quite easy to buy the ingredients for two people and then you can split that and then you can freeze one meal and eat one meal or save that next meal for your lunch next day or your dinner the next day and make things a little bit easier for yourself it's quite hard just to cook one meal on your own and I think that's where toast comes in as a as a favorite for when you're doing that it's nice and easy to portion out your toast um, but not so easy to portion out things you're cooking like a curry for example it's quite difficult to make that um, as one kind of individual meal so we see a lot of students talking about how they bulk and batch cook to make things a little bit easier for them Obviously, it means spending a bit of time in the kitchen. Um, but if you're interested um, and, and you kind of enjoy like thinking of new meals and things like that, that's always a great way to, to keep you going. And then if you've had a long day of lectures and you want to come home and you can't bother to cook, then it's all ready for you. You don't have to worry so much. Nice and easy. You know, we're seeing a lot of students mentioning you know quick and easy meals, as I said, like pasta and ramen and rice and stuff like that. But also, yeah, as I said, you know, curry is always a fave. Everyone 
everyone loves a curry or a chili or a spag bowl, something like that. Something that is nice and easy. Um, you can either buy a pre-made sauce or you can make your own. And, and that's kind of a good student favourite. But loads of students love cooking and they're really getting into it and, and being creative about how they can do it. So it's nice to see. So lots of ideas there from, from YouTube videos through to negotiating with your flatmates for, for space in the freezer. <laughs> so you've fast options when you've had a, a busy day or perhaps there's a deadline that uh, is, is going to take your time. So lots of life skills, uh, money skills being really important in terms of, of, of taking those first steps. And I think, I mean, one of the things that uh, I remember, Tony, we were talking about with the digital health ambassadors was what to pack even and, and actually perhaps not packing everything is is a really good idea until you kind of know what you're going to get when you're there so so, some really useful practical advice but the other thing that you raised here which i think is is very live at the moment is the question about being prepared for the learning side and completing the work and and you brought up the the issue of procrastination which we'll we can come back to but i was also thinking tony lots of young people have inevitably had their education affected possibly even disrupted by covid certainly we're hearing from via good thinking that young people are more anxious about feeling prepared for the academic side of university is that something that you find you're hearing in your conversations with young people yeah definitely a lot of them do say that they feel anxious um, because obviously you're sort of stuck at home for a year and then you're suddenly going out you have to socialize with people so it's it's quite daunting I obviously didn't go through that because obviously my three years at uni was sort of like it was just out there but yeah no I do understand where the young people are coming from definitely and I guess also I remember mixing with people from all sorts of backgrounds and perhaps quite a lot of sort of comparison going on in terms of who was better prepared from depending on the school or or sort of background they had Grace, is is that something you're also picking up at the student room, that there's a worry that the last few years of education affected by the COVID pandemic leaves people feeling a bit less prepared, a bit less ready for university life? Yeah, I think that's been a massive concern for a lot of students kind of using TSR to ask questions about, you know, I haven't been able to you know do the work that I wanted to do over the last few years I've kind of forgotten what it is that I need to be doing you know and now I've got to go to university and you know it's quite well known that in terms of learning at university it's quite a, a lot more based on on yourself and self-learning and the motivation to do things you know like your reading there's not going to be that push like there is at school and college um to get things done and um, you're kind of given the information by your lecturers and, and then it's down to you to do it and I think Tioni mentioning about procrastination there's a we've seen a lot of things being spoken about on TSR around motivation as well um so you know procrastination is kind of a symptom of a lack of motivation I think a lot of students have had such a tough last year and a half that like I can't even imagine how difficult it's been having to, to you know go through your sixth form your college years basically doing it all online you get to the end of it and you kind of like oh right that was a year <laughs> you know now I've got to get myself ready to do it all again in person this time I'm already knackered after you know a couple of days of in person you know going into one or two lectures and now I've got to do that for the year and get the motivation to then do all the work outside of those lectures as well and it's really hard to, to find that motivation 
and it's completely normal I think so many students are feeling that right now and it's about being kind to yourself um, and we see a lot of students kind of looking after each other and saying look you know it's okay to feel that way and have no motivation you're not on your own with it I think that's the great thing about the student room is that you can come on and ask a question and feel like you're not on your own because there's so many other students going through the same thing and so many students saying that I feel exactly the same way as you and it will come back it may take a bit of time you just got to be kind to yourself with it and, and make sure that you're you're putting yourself in a situation where you're still you know pushing yourself as much as you can but making sure that you're looking after your mental health and mental well-being as well all at the same time and it's different paces for different people and not everyone's going to feel the same about it some people might be able to get that push from joining university and going hey right that's all I needed now I've got my motivation back for some people it might take you know quite a while to get that back and as long as you're being open and honest and communicating with the people that need to know that situation as well like academic advisors supporters getting help at the university from anybody who is there to support you in like student experience student counselling things like that then you know you're getting making sure that people know about the situation and can support you as best that they can so there's some really important messages there that we all need to be sort of super understanding really just as we're emerging from the covid pandemic perhaps it's so easy to forget just what everyone has been through and being kind to yourself and perhaps getting others to give you a bit of a sense check on how you're doing would be a, a, a really good starting point and then to just slowly sort of build up that motivation, that resilience again, through actually sort of getting back into to work. But I was also thinking, Tioni, one thing you mentioned earlier that Grace has just touched on was that it is also important to try and find out what supports might be available to you. It sounded like you found yourself doing it later on in your time at university, but do you think it would be a good idea to kind of work out what supports are around as soon as possible? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, maybe like during Freshers' Week, for instance, like it should start from then where students should be given any support that they wanted and they, you know, clearly outline like there are support out there if you're struggling or anything. Um, Yeah, just any resources as well it's honestly going to be so useful because obviously I found that maybe in my second or third year of uni so it was quite late but yeah it's honestly so handy to just know it from like from the get-go really yeah and I was thinking Grace it's almost an aspect of of being kind to yourself isn't it to sort of look for things that are there that you can use that you can access rather than feeling as lots of people often do in terms of mental health things aren't serious enough or they may not even deserve the support that they clearly do so it sounds like from the student room perspective that you would be kind of encouraging people to to access all sorts of support as soon as they can yeah definitely and there's so much support out there but it may be quite daunting to look for it you know a good place to start as we always suggest is going to the university you're attending and just seeing what they've got in advance they'll have stands and stalls at freshers fairs and other things throughout the kind of first few weeks of university even if you're feeling okay at the time it's always good just to go and have a chat with them to see what it is that they've got how you can get in contact with them you don't need to kind of have an in-depth conversation about how you're feeling or anything like that but just you know going and have 
having a look around and even and just seeing what yeah, they've yeah. got to, is is really helpful. And and if you know that you potentially have been feeling a little bit low over the last year and it, and it may come back, uh, you know, or you get in a difficult or stressful situation that things might get a bit more hard. And then going and well, you know, on a good day and just checking these things out in advance, it can be really helpful. They'll often have you know a, a building on campus um, that you can go into, and again, you're you're more than welcome to go and have a, a look around, just have a sit and kind of experience what it is that's going on there and just understanding a little bit more about what they can offer there's also so many different um, support systems out there just generally outside your university for students that need help and um, student minds for example are, are a great yeah. charity that support a lot of a lot of students at university who are struggling with their mental health but, um, and and they're a great place to go if you if you are concerned and maybe you don't want to go to your university for whatever reason there are lots of other places out there um, that can support you and it's just about having those kind of numbers contacts however it is that you want yeah. to get in touch with people just there and ready you know for you um just in case you need it just a little bit of research in advance can really help so that if you are having a, a particularly bad day you've got that information ready to hand and it's not so much of a struggle to try and find that information which can be really difficult powerful message i think from both of you really that perhaps the first thing to focus on is discovering as much as you can, whether it's about where you're going to be living and what might be there through to attending those events where you can find out what the university has available or, or even going online. I have to say that I've discovered that the student space part of Student Minds has an incredibly good support finder, I think would perhaps be the right term, where if you type in the name of your uni, it will give you a list of all the different resources that would be available there. Yeah, they're really good. So, so weirdly, uh, I feel odd saying this, journey that whilst procrastination can be a, a sort of challenge when you're at university and delaying things that, you know, perhaps would be better to do earlier, on the other hand, you can overdo things and kind of prepare a bit too much and, and then, you know, miss out on some of the things that would make life easier, whether it's not having to pack the ironing board or, or just discovering all the different types of support that might be available at your uni. So kind of keep calm and carry on or something, but, <laughs> but it's kind of trying to yeah. stay steady so you can actually allow yourself in a thoughtful and kind way, discover all, all the different aspects and, and that would be a, a good use of time and perhaps other resources. I'd just like to ask you both now, are, are there any other things that you think, if you were talking to somebody who's going to start uni this week, what other advice would you want to give them? So obviously when you're starting uni, like majority of the time you won't know anyone that's starting. It's quite nice to look for your flatmates maybe on Facebook, just to connect with them yeah. earlier on um, so you don't feel really anxious when you're going in because it's like, it's a foreign place. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way to start. I think also trying to connect with second year and third year students and just asking them what sort of advice they can give when they were doing the same course that they're doing right now so it's quite handy so they can just talk about like maybe assignments that are coming up in the future so yeah that can be another way that they prepare. And it sounds like most universities will have a Facebook group in terms of a place to go to connect with people who have been there already? Yeah yeah that's correct they usually have a huge Facebook group and then you can just find people from there really. Grace, I kind of feel this is probably an overwhelming question given the amount of conversations on the student room about all sorts of issues, but we've touched on so many important issues, but uh, anything else that you think we've missed out that might be helpful? I think 
you know, we're starting to get some conversations come through um, on the student room now about freshers. And one of the main things that we're seeing is um, things potentially not living up to expectations. So, you know, it's been, you know, as we've said, you know, several times, it's been such a tough year. And a lot of the time has been spent planning for the future, right? Well, when we can do this, I'll do this, you know, when I'm allowed to do that, which is completely fair and normal. You know, we've, we've all been stuck indoors for a long time. You want to get out there and, and go and meet new people. Freshers and university always has this difficulty around expectations, you know, films, um, uh, you know, social media, all that kind of stuff can make it seem like it's the best week of your entire life and that everyone's having the best time ever and has met their best friends for life. And you can take a look at that and kind of create a vision in your head of what university is. Quite often, that's not real um, and it's not real life. Um and um, those people are highlighting the best of university, as we all do in general, like things like social media, you're always highlighting the best parts. And um, But you can go to university and, and think that it's going to be a certain way, get there. And actually, it, it probably won't be that way. <laughs> you know, you may be a little bit awkward in the beginning, you may not know anyone there. And you might kind of be sitting on your own and thinking oh god like I'm on my own you know I'm feeling very lonely I'm finding it difficult to speak to people um you know maybe it looks like people have made all their friends already and you're not part of that and that can feel a bit overwhelming um you might have concerns around kind of going out a lot maybe you don't want to go out and there's that fear and pressure around that um, and feeling like you have to do that to get involved um, and, and you know making your absolute best friends in the world at university um, and you'll be friends the rest of your life these things probably won't be <laughs> as you expect them to be and it's about trying to go into university with expectations that you want to enjoy yourself and you want to have a good time and you want to work hard and you want to get the most out of it um, but also understanding that yeah it might be awkward and yeah you might you might feel a bit out of place and a bit overwhelmed and and you might not be able to have the same time that other people are having on social media you know if you're, you're scrolling through like Instagram or TikTok and people are posting all these amazing things that might not be you and that's okay it's about taking your time and trying to you know check in with yourself and and give yourself a little bit of leeway and go hey it's okay we'll we'll, we'll put ourselves out there and try and make the best of it and and trying and doing as many different things as you can to get involved with as many different people you know overcoming some fears you know speaking to a stranger that's really scary but you know and even COVID times as well you know you're coming out and you're suddenly in a room full of strangers and that can feel very odd like you know even before COVID and then after COVID you know it's even more odd you know it's about pushing yourself out there as much as you can and as much as you feel comfortable and safe doing and and trying to do new things and go in with an open mind that things may not turn out the way that you wanted them at First, but if you keep pushing yourself and trying new things and, and putting yourself out there then then you'll find your groove at university and that may be different to what you're seeing uh, on social media from other people and um, everyone is having a different experience and your experience is going to be just as good it's about putting it out yourself out there and trying to make sure that you're looking after yourself and not comparing yourself with other people I think that's something that a lot of students on TSR are talking about you know I'm watching 
everyone else, all my mates who went off to different universities was having the best time ever. And I'm sitting in my room thinking, why am I here? I want to go home. And we try and support them as best as we can. And you see other students feeling exactly the same way. And, you know, you're not the only one if you feel like that. And that's really important to know. Again, that sort of issue of comparison seems a really important one that becomes so toxic to you if noticing on social media because of course everything on social media is always true Um, whereas I think many students will be feeling the same and thinking somebody else is getting it right doing it better but actually it's pretty similar for everyone so back to kindness and just taking those steps and kind of not giving up on yourself but also not pressuring yourself too much either so some great thoughts there and and lots of spaces offline to be talking with others but also listening online and in communities like the student room so you don't feel it's just you well there's a there's a wealth of of ideas and tips and and we have resources on good thinking as well Uh, we've got some great apps like the student health app which you can keep in your pocket as well as a toolkit for, for wider needs but I think we probably should be coming to a close um, in terms of allowing those students to find their way, no matter how many kettles, ironing boards or freshers events that, that they are about to discover. But before we do stop, and, and I hope we're going to be checking in with both the student room and with Partnership for Young London across the autumn, because this is a journey and there will be different steps. And perhaps some of the issues, Tierney, like procrastination, may sort of become more important in the in the following weeks and perhaps they are in this this first week but before we say goodbye for today we're going to end by doing something that I guess might feel a bit familiar but might be also an opportunity in, in much in the same way that so so much for students is going to happen over the next weeks and that's to be thinking with you about not emerging from the pandemic but what you might want to do with all the knowledge and hindsight that you have now should we have to go back into lockdown Antonio, I thought I might ask you first that if you had to go back into lockdown, and according to our Prime Minister, that may never happen, but if you were to, (laughs) which three famous or prominent people would you like to have in lockdown with you next time? Oh, um, maybe like Neil Armstrong, Chunks the YouTuber, and Drake the artist. Did you say Neil Armstrong for the first person? That is the astronaut, or is there another one? Yeah, Yeah, the astronaut. That's a, an interesting choice. Why Neil Armstrong? I guess I've always been into like space and the moon, so I think it would be quite interesting to just have a chat with him and just talk about all the space theories and like moon and everything. So you literally want to be able to talk about things out of this world, which sounds cool. And <laughs> the second person, I, I heard Drake, but um, oh yeah, Chunks, the YouTuber. He's um yeah, he's a YouTuber. Um, quite a quite uh, a funny guy so i think it would be nice to have him around during lockdown to keep me motivated <laughs> determined <laughs> yeah okay but he also brings a bit of comedy into the mix yeah definitely <laughs> okay and then and the last one will give you a bit of music yeah um are you going to duet with drake yeah that'll be amazing <laughs> okay <laughs> okay I guess with a YouTuber there, you might be able to at least get it onto some channel. So yeah. I wonder what duetting with Neil Armstrong would be like. <laughs> that, that would be a TikTok to remember, I think. Um, Grace, if you were going back into lockdown, who, who would you choose? 
Um, so yeah, I've gone through a little bit of a, a similar kind of theme as Tioni in terms of like different people from different kind of backgrounds to make it interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I've gone for Dolly Alderton, who is a journalist and author. Um, she's just really cool. I really love her books, uh, and she does great. Well, she was a host of a great podcast, so I think she's uh-huh. just got lots to talk about. So I feel like we'd have a good chat and. Um, also the artist Leon Bridges he is a American soul singer his music is just great and I listened to it all throughout lockdown last year so I feel like hearing it live would be better Uh, (laughs) I think that was probably where I'd go um, from then just his voice is amazing and then you've got to go for it um david attenborough uh because oh. who wouldn't love to spend lockdown <laughs> chatting to david attenborough about all the amazing things he knows so yeah i think i'd go for those three yeah but wouldn't david attenborough kind of have climate change on the agenda as well <laughs> he probably would but you know we, we you know we could, we could solve it <laughs> long chat <laughs> Okay, okay. So you're you're looking forward to lockdown being a way of um, dealing with a climate emergency. (laughs) I'm not sure either of you have quite thought through the mix of personalities in those spaces and uh, how everyone's going to get on. But perhaps we may solve that particular challenge by asking if you could take some music or a film or a book, something Mm. that you could kind of put on a device like a smartphone or tablet. Tioni, have you got anything terms of media i guess that you'd like to have with you um maybe like something with like radio like bbc radio extra or something because i do enjoy listening to radio and uh-huh. just like listening to music so that'll be quite nice right okay so you'd be kind of downloading from sounds and bbc shows perhaps yeah that the sort of thing yeah Okay, and I guess if the YouTuber and Drake were getting a bit intense, um, you could zone out with a bit of music with some headphones. Grace, is there something that you'd like? I mean, music, film, book? Yeah, I think I'd take my favourite book just because I really love it. And I think that oh, I could just read it over and over. It's uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney. Uh-huh. It's a really great book. Um, it's kind of set in Ireland about two young people kind of working out their lives uh, um, together from a little small town moving to like the big city. And it's just really good. So I think I'd take that book. <laughs> is that the book behind the TV show? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, interesting. Because uh, I think a lot of people would be quite distracted by the, the TV version, but uh, <laughs> you're keeping it cerebral. So, um, with with David Attenborough around, that may be no better. Um, and Tony, a luxury. So, something um, else that would help you forget about the lockdown. Um, can a jet plane work? And <laughs> just it would, it would be nice to just travel around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think we've had that before. To be in lockdown inside a jet. <laughs> It'd be an interesting uh, experience. <laughs> yeah, I suppose some people probably did do that, didn't they, During you know, depending on your circumstances during the lockdowns. Anywhere that you'd want to go in this jet, though? Oh, um, maybe like an island that's like abandoned, not, not many people around, nice, uh-huh. nice beaches, you know. <laughs> Covid-free, yeah. so you could... Even if one of you had picked it up along the way, you could just safely go there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, we probably have to rule out New Zealand and Australia at this point. So, um, okay, so a jet sounds an entirely realistic luxury. (laughs) 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 And uh, we won't tell David Attenborough. Um, (laughs) 
Greece. <laughs> I don't know whether the bar has been raised high now in terms of what a luxury yeah. might be. But... Well, I feel, I feel like I definitely, I can't really top a jet, can I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so mine's a bit odd, I guess. I've got two different answers. I dependent on. I wasn't sure, we, you know, whether we were, you know, going if we're going into a brand new lockdown, kind of, or whether it was what we'd hoped for that we could have had in the last lockdown. Um, last lockdown was so busy for us uh, here at the student room we were you know supporting students all the time and you know we were working a lot and I just wish I'd had a little bit more time like the luxury of time just to spend on doing things okay. I wanted to do you know I love cooking or gardening or doing something creative but I was just really busy <laughs> during lockdown I felt like everyone else had a lot of time and I just I felt like I was really busy so mm-hmm. um, I think I'd love you know a bit of time to do that but if not I'd love a private chef that, to come and cook me loads of delicious food because I really miss going out to restaurants <laughs> Well, I don't know who the worst internet provider is these days, but I think we would give you that. So you just wouldn't be able to get that connection to keep up with the student room, which feels a harsh thing to say, but um, it might protect you. And then we'll possibly borrow Tioni's jet and fly in a chef who could actually give you so so you have a holiday from all the hard work you've been doing over the last lockdowns and some nice food so but I think yes no internet sounds like perhaps the greatest sort of luxury to have when as as many were you know working very very hard through the pandemic Mm -hmm. well some very intriguing answers and um, not untypically I think Tierney um, some serious rule breaking I think in terms of (laughs) what a luxury might be but thank you both very much and we're really thrilled that we'll be able to get this podcast out there to students who, you know, alongside all those other resources like the wisdom of young people on the student room or or just good friends that you're making or, or still in touch with via social media. We just hope that the students can have a good start, not the best, because that's not real. And yeah, looking forward to talking with you both later in the autumn to keep thinking about how we can support this absolutely vital group of young people who as always, are the future of our our nation. So thank you both again. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. 